Time now, ooh, 8.37, going on for the last half hour of our program. And it's my pleasure once again to speak to somebody I haven't spoken to for a long time. Um, and this man's name is Tim Harris. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, good morning, Father Emil. I'm delighted to talk to you again. The last time we spoke was uh, when you visited us here at Radio Veritas. Yes, exactly. It was about a year ago, I think. And you're going from strength to strength, I see. Yeah, we're hoping, we're trying, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you really are very inspiring, Tim, and you've got a team of people around you. You're doing great, great work. And now you're starting full-time youth leadership courses. And we thought, let's talk a little bit about this. What have you got in mind? <clears throat> so, um, okay, so obviously as part of the Catholic Leadership Academy, uh, which is a new, fairly young initiative, we're just three and a half years old at the moment. Um, and since we started uh, in Cape Town, sort of taking baby steps, we always had the dream and the goal to train young people in the church for leadership on a full-time basis. Mm. And uh, we say that just because there's such a big need, <clears throat> you know, uh, in the church for, for laity to step up, especially from a young person's point of view. And the training opportunities, well, they may be there, just seem so limited and didn't really offer an opportunity for people who are really keen to, to really make a full go at it. And we right. felt there was a lot of support that was lacking, a lot of knowledge that was needed, and we thought there's a space here and an opportunity for us to get involved. So we are excited to be yeah, offering full-time training as of September this year. That's our goal. Right. Uh, and we are busy gearing up, you know, processing everything and really looking forward to it, yeah. Tim, tell me, the, the Catholic Leadership Academy, which you started together with, I think it was um, uh, Mr. van Stolk, wasn't it? Yes, Adrian van Stolk. Adrian yeah. van Stolk, you started that. What have you been doing up to now as a CLA? Okay, so we've been, we've basically been involved in part-time training on a local basis. We're based in Cape Town. Yeah. Um, so we've been engaging here with, with certain churches and obviously leaders from the various parishes and running small, shorter courses for them uh, and then obviously sending them back into their parishes uh, to go and execute, execute this work. So essentially their task is to establish a youth ministry platform in their parish. Um, and so we've given them some, some guidance, some skills, some knowledge. Uh, we've given them a model, which we believe in, uh, which basically gives them a way of approaching youth ministry from a sustainable point of view, because I think that's also one of the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they've been busy, you know, getting busy doing all of that stuff, appointing teams and creating plans and running events. And, and there's been quite a lot of success. Obviously, it's always a learning process. Yeah. Um, and we've worked quite closely with the youth chaplaincy as well here in Cape Town. Um, we've had Father Charles present on our course. We've helped him with some of the other leadership work that he's been doing. So there's been a good kind of experience down here in Cape Town, and we are just looking forward to expanding that. Now tell me, Tim, I mean, the young people that come on these courses, are they not working? Or is the course done in the evenings, or how does it work? Yeah, that's, that's one of the interesting questions. Okay, so in the, up until now, we've been doing weekend courses, and we've been doing evening courses. And so that makes it possible for people who are working or who are students, you know, to attend. Um, and so when we talk about going full-time, it's quite a mind shift to that. Now, often people ask us, describe your ideal candidate. Who's your target market? Right. And that's it's an interesting question because obviously there, you know, 
you would say the person should ideally have a passion for Christ. They should have a, a leadership ability. They should be quite keen to lead young people to Christ, you know, in the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, and obviously there are obstacles to applying to the course. If you're busy in full-time work at the moment, then this just wouldn't be an opportunity that you could take, I suppose. Mm-hmm. If you were a student... Um, then, then this would be something different for you. My, my own story is that I was working in advertising um, in 2010. There had been about an eight-year process of that, and I got to a point in my career where I thought, hey, something needs to change. And so I went and I you know, did a whole lot of research, and at the time our parish was offering an, an employment opportunity, and so I decided to take that role, and that was a really blessed space for me. But, this, but what I'm trying to say is that in some cases people – are at a point in their lives where they're asking big questions about the, the meaning and the purpose of, of their process and their journey and what it is that they really need to do. And it's those kinds of specific individuals who are going through a spiritual process or looking, you know, kind of to discern their role that we believe may be in a position to say to their, to their employers or even maybe to their lecturers, advisors or whatever, hey, actually, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to do something different with my life. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to go for this thing. And those are the characters that we're really looking looking to you know to engage with. Um, so it is difficult to describe the target market specifically, you know, in a neat nutshell, like a marketing agency would look for. Yes. Um, but we're looking for those special characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose it means that if somebody was at university, they would have to break their their university year or something like that. Well, that or um, take a gap year, yeah. something that I think people do sometimes yeah. between studying and then working, mm-hmm. or obviously sometimes between school and going into varsity. Mm-hmm. Um, what, at the moment, the course that we're offering is three months, right? and it's happening from September to December, which we know is kind of an awkward time in the year. Right. Um, and, and we're offering next year two courses of, of three months each. Right. Um, and we've decided, you know, we've been doing this for a while now, we're ready to take it. To, to the next step, and we've decided let's just do it. Right. Um, obviously, there, there are those three courses that I've described now. So if you can't, if, if you're the kind of person who's really interested in this and you can't make this one now in September, then that's okay. Still, let's you know send us the application, get in touch with us, and we'll we'll give you all the specific details for the follow-on courses. Mm. Um, and then, but I just sorry sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to carry on there. The, the the big plan is not to just run three-month courses. So by 2019, if if all goes according to plan, if all goes well. We'll run a full-time eight-month course, which will run from the very early part of January through to, I think, the end of September or end of, end of August or something like that, which allows people from the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere to participate. Okay. And then that becomes a full-year experience um, for a candidate, which is a very valuable opportunity, something they can put on their CV, something that obviously aids their further study or their further work and so we think from that point of view, it really can be a valuable opportunity. Well, that's a great. That's very courageous of you, Tim, to do that because it, <laughs> it, it really means you've got to put yourself out for, you know, three months or eight months, whatever the case is going to be. And yeah. it's a real challenge. Yeah. But congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> well, well yeah, I mean, now, at the moment, we are waiting for applications. Okay. We've, we've had some interest from the States, which is exciting, and some from Joburg, which I'm excited about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are, yeah, still very much in that process. Applications are open. Right. And, yeah, we are, we are looking for, these, for these, young, these young candidates, these guys, I mean, that, are, that really feel something special for leading young people to Christ. Right. Well, I mean, there, there are two things. One is it's a youth 
course, a course for young people to give them leadership skills. But you've got this added extra, that this added extra, which is the, you know, it's it's to do with Christ. It's it's how you can mm-hmm. fold the, the, your Christian yeah. vocation into your youth yeah. leadership, which I think is Absolutely. a very important uh, important thing. All right, Tim. Now yeah. listen. If anybody wants to come along, is it an expensive exercise? It is expensive, unfortunately. Mm. Um, well, I mean, there's always two sides of every coin. It is quite an expensive course. What we do offer those, everything included, uh, tuition, obviously, accommodation, meals, transport, all the experiences. Um, and we also say, I'm glad you asked this question, actually, because it's one of the bigger hurdles as well. Yes. Um, we, we, what we say is that it's very, very, very important that whoever applies has the support of the parish or the diocese that they're coming from. Right. And we say that because we, we're training them to do a task. We're not training them just for the sake of training, you know, just so we can keep ourselves busy and they can have a fun experience. We're training them because there's work that's needed to be done. And so, so what we find often is, as obviously our experience has shown us, is if the parishes that the leaders come from are not on board and not supportive of the individual, yeah. then it makes their life very difficult when they go back to their parish. Mm. You know, um, they, meet, they meet resistance. They find it really difficult to persuade people and to get the necessary support for things. So what we, yeah. what we say, there's kind of a process that has to happen between the parish, the individual, and us when, an, when somebody applies. Right. And, so, and it also requires that the parish is prepared to put some money towards the, the individual as well. So the cost, although it's high, should be split between both parties, which ensures the investment from both sides, which ensures good follow-through once they return home, if that makes sense. Mm, yes, now I understand that, I understand. And what would the cost be? This is for the three-month course you're talking about. For three months, everything included, 55,000 rand. Wow, yes. So if you split that by two, you're down to 27 and a half, and then if you look at it as a per-month cost, you're less than 10,000 a month. Um, as I say, with accommodation, food, transport, all the experiences, the tuition, and everything included. Mm-hmm. So there's no hassle and, and where, the, from and, the part of the individual. Yeah. And where would people be staying? So we're going to put, place them with host families. All right. Okay. So host fam- the, the training will take place uh, at the Parish of St. Michael's in Rondebosch. Right. Uh, we'll be using the parish center there as our venue, and, and, and the individuals will be sort of involved in the life of the parish. They'll be attending the events there, they'll be working with the leadership teams, there. they'll be getting the experience of what happens over there. Right. And so we've got some generous parishioners who've, who've offered their homes, offered their cars, you know, offered all that kind of support okay. for these young people. Mm. And we're quite excited about that. Obviously, from the point of view of people coming to Cape Town for three months, there's not really an opportunity to find good accommodation or to understand how the whole city works and everything like that. So being in a host family really makes... That opportunity is a lot easier, and it's That's quite fun. nice to be associated with the Catholic, right? You know, home exactly. when you when you're away from your home. Exactly. So we're quite excited about. So, Tim, what's the response been like so far? So far, quite good. Um, we're getting a few questions through. People are interested. Um, we haven't approved any of the applications yet, so we're just waiting. Okay. You know, still to see what happens. We've set the deadline for the 31st of July. Right. Um, and so, like typically. We are hoping that as as we approach that date, you know, things more and more applications start coming in. We'll have a broader view of exactly who the applicants are. Mm-hmm. We're looking for 12. twelve. That would really be absolutely amazing if we could identify twelve excellent candidates. Yeah, you know, we'd feel like we've really, really done well. Yes, <laughs> yes of course. And uh, yeah. And it's open to anybody in South Africa or outside from outside. It's open to people from anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know, we would love to have as many South Africans on the course as possible. Right. Um, obviously, we've spoken already about the cost, and we know sometimes that can be quite prohibitive. So right. if you go to the website, you'll see a number of paragraphs and little kind of comments and instructions there about if finance is a problem and if you... If you're really dying to come, you know, if you're prepared to make to make this part of your journey, yeah. then speak to us and we'll find ways to help you secure finance. We'll find ways to secure it on our side. You know, we'll help you make it possible because we don't want to let cost, you know, limit anybody's attendance. There you go. Um, and but but because it's full time and because we like the idea of having a diverse group of leaders, we have we've we've opened it up and so we've communicated with our wide networks that we've had, you know, the people that we've met through World Youth Day, the people that we've met through all the conversations we've had with various experts around the world, we've sent it to all of them. All the bishops in the Southern African Bishops Conference have received the information through Stephen Brislin, which we're very excited about to yeah. have his support. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're just putting the word out there as wide as possible. And that's what's so exciting from going from part-time to full-time, because obviously with part-time you can only train people right kind of in your neighborhood. Right. But when you make it full-time, people have the opportunity to travel, they have the opportunity to take on the challenge. And, and that, that group that wider network of, of young leaders, I think, is a, has a huge potential further on in the individual's journey of leadership in the right. church, you know? Tim, tell if me, those net, yes. is, is sorry. There, sorry about uh, jumping in there, but is, uh, do you have to have a, um, a certain academic qualification? Uh, no. What we say is you must be finished school, so you need to have matric. Mm-hmm. Um, and then more than that, you need to have a passion for leadership. You need to be able to demonstrate that you have got some leadership experience and understanding. Mm. Um, we, our belief is that you know we can we can work with an existing talent, a latent leadership talent. We can work with that and develop that. Right. Um, but leadership in itself is something that is a gift. That's right. And so we're looking for those people with that talent. So I would say definitely matric, some sort of ministry experience, some passion for Christ some desire to lead young people because it's hard work, you know, really, really tough work and complex work. And so we're looking for those guys that have got a little bit of guts, a little bit of experience, you know, to weather those, those challenges and to be innovative. And also people who are involved in their parishes in some way too, with the youth. Yes. 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 Well, remember what we spoke about in terms of the support from the parish. A complete stranger arrived with an application form at the office of the priest and said, dear father, please, would you endorse my application? He might have a few questions of his own, you know? Yes, of course. You know, who are you? (laughs) And so it obviously stands the the individual in a better position if they have had some experience, if they've been trying, if they've been having those conversations, engaging with the parish in that kind of way already. Mm -hmm. And, And so we're coming and saying, look, it's such complex work. So many times young people who are passionate about this work, they get involved for two or three years, and then they face this burnout time, mm. or they face this sort of reality where they think, you know, I've put in so much effort, and everyone's just grabbing, you know, pieces of my time, and there's an expectation that I just have to volunteer for every single thing. Right. And those people tend to sort of drift away, or they, they, they kind of just bail. Yeah. And so what we're saying in those cases is, hey, it doesn't have to be like that. There's a whole way of bringing people around you, putting teams in place, you know, building sustainability through succession. And all of those kinds of things. So again, yeah, if, those, if what I'm saying is making sense to other youth leaders out there or parishes, people who are working in youth ministry and parishes, if it's making sense, then yeah. I'd be very excited because that's the kind of stuff that we found. And we don't want to see more or the, the good, passionate young people leaving the church because they feel burnt out or tired or unappreciated or whatever. Yeah. But there's going to be a good balance between imparting and encouraging leadership skills and deepening their own Christian faith, their Catholic faith. 
It's not yeah. too holy, holy, if you see what I mean. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, if I understand what you're asking, it's a little bit about kind of what is the experience, what does the curriculum look like, you know, oh. for the candidates when mm-hmm. they come through. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think a nice way to describe that is, is everything we do is, is intended to improve the leadership capacity of the individual. Right. Okay, every single thing that we do. And with, and, and then, and one of the most, most, most important keys, it's at the center of everything, is the individual's personal spirituality, their personal relationship yes. with Jesus. Yes, yes. So, okay. so, so if, you, if you like, you could almost draw three consecutive circles, and, um, or concentric circles, sorry, and, right. and the center one would have spirituality. Right. That would be my personal relationship with Christ. Right. The outer circle would be the leadership because that that encompasses everything. And then right. the middle circle, then there's, then there's four components there, which are knowledge. Yeah. Uh, obviously, why there's such a lot of knowledge that we need to communicate. Right. Um, service, because it's our belief that leadership, in fact, is service before anything else. Right. Um, personal development. A lot of the time people come in and there's a whole lot of other stuff going on inside them that, that we right. need to just look at and make them aware of so they can lead from a more authentic place. Right. A lot of weakness and doubt, I right. think. Yes. Um, and then the final one is youth ministry. Okay. The final one of those four elements, you know, really looking at who, are, who is our customer. Right. Who are exactly. these young people? What are they thinking? Where are they at in their lives? What right. are they needing? Yes, you know, because yes. it's so different from when I'm 30, 36 in July. It, my experience of youth ministry is so different to what it is. The reality of youth ministry now is so different to what it was when I was when 18 yeah. or 16. And right. so I can't look back at my experience and use that mm. knowledge to inform what I do now. I mm. need to look at the current young person. Right, yes. Well, Tim, um, I think yeah. listening to you, um, people will certainly be inspired because you just give that kind of inspiration when you talk. <laughs> you talk with enthusiasm, well, you, with Father, conviction. My goodness, that, yeah. that's just the kind of people we need, and I'm sure that people will really benefit from this this course that that you're being that you're offering now. Let's just give us Thank a few you. references now. If people would like to come on the course, give me mm. a phone number, give me an email address, okay, or something like okay. that. Okay, absolutely awesome. Okay, so I'll start with the website i think that's the first port of call right um it's very very easy it's one word catholic leadership academy right dot com right that's the website leadership academy dot com that's the website um you can go to instagram uh forward slash catholic leadership academy you can go to facebook forward slash catholic leadership academy um you can email me directly tim at catholic leadership academy dot com right it's all very simple, okay? There's no hashes or underscores Absolutely, or yes. anything like that. Um, and then if you really want a phone number, I'm also open to calls. Right. I'm just giving people an opportunity to grab a pen so they can write this down. Okay. Um, it is 084-686-3696. There we go. Okay, that's and I'd, Yeah, I'd love to hear from people, especially people with you know similar experiences, possibly anybody who's got insights and ideas. People who, who feel called to contribute in some way, we've got opportunities right. for people to make testimonies, to inspire our, our leaders, you know, to offer their experience. We're right. always interested in other people's experiences and points of view, obviously, because we know we need to learn from, from everybody. That's right, yes. So if anybody out there would like to get in touch with us, we'd really be excited to hear Right. So please, and, yeah, and the first, stay away. The first course is September the 10th to December the 10th. Correct. This year. And there we go again. Yeah. So CatholicLeadershipAcademy.com is the website. And if you want to get a hold of Tim, it is Tim at CatholicLeadershipAcademy.com. Correct. And your phone number is 084 686 
3696. Thank you, Father Emil. Tim, it's been great talking to you, and I wish you lots of success with this initiative, and I hope it's going to go very well, that you're going to have too many candidates that you're going to <laughs> You'll have another, another problem to deal with then. Excellent. <laughs> I look forward to that too. Thank you All so right, much. All right, Tim. God, God bless you, and thanks for talking Emma. to us. All right. Bye now. That was bye bye. Tim Harris of the Catholic Leadership Academy, a wonderful young man. Oh, I interviewed him here once before on Radio Veritas, and you certainly can't but be inspired by his enthusiasm and his conviction and the great love that he has for Christ and his ministry to young people. The time is now two minutes to nine, and it's time for me to say goodbye. So from myself, Father Emil, and uh, Spiwe here, and uh, Tiso, and Olinda,